This is Sal Coladonado from The Slant, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicrway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sana, everyone! You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. And with us today, we have... You know, 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 you know. I have You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm feeling good. I feel like 50 grand hanging out more week in lane. How y'all doing? Out <laughs> 50 grand. Isn't that a candy bar? Or was it? Uh, that's ten grand. That's ten. Oh, okay. You're more than that. I'm five times feeling better. You're five of those candy bars. Yeah, five grand or ten. I want it. It's a hundred grand. It's a hundred grand. Oh, I'm half of that. Half the candy bar. This is when we have to go to our candy bar and yes, Yes. gas station aficionado, beef jerky expert. Hundred grand. I guess might as well introduce him. Here we go. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, 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 money. Show me the money! It is, mister. I know more than your friends. Suck it up. Tough love and ever so lovely. Travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Mosquito killing date night at Denny's. Benja over the chair. Lily Top. It's Mr. Beijing Chloe Sr. Johnny Salami himself. Our resident professor of gyrotechnics and candy bars, apparently. Lee DJ White Cheddar Papa Smurfa No Hassle Vika. How you doing, Lee? Oh, very good, very good, man. Just enjoying this rare afternoon where there's actually not dark while we're recording. <laughs> it's interesting. It's a whole different perspective. Yeah, it's weird being awake at this time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And walk out the door and it's still daylight. And sober. Yes. 
Yes. I, I don't know about it that. It is a scary feeling. <laughs> <laughs> kind of fun. You got the whole night to party away. Yeah. And speaking of which, you're going to be in town next week. Is that correct? I will be, sir. Be in town for the next few weeks, honestly. Uh, it's going to be a lot of people hoping they don't get fired. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the unemployment line's going to rise next month. Is it the purge? Could <laughs> <laughs> be. I mean, you know, I, I think Lee was looking at Esplanade wow. for that. So you, Esplanade people, better watch out. The auditor is coming. coming for you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's not good if someone has to be in your area for three weeks in a row. Wow. So, yeah. I, mean, well, I don't know. We'll see. You call it your shot, how huh? You like Babe Ruth. Yeah. Like, you call it your shot. Off the, off the bank. He's coming to Louisiana. I'm, 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 I'm going to throw, throw it out right now. It's I like, say, like take kids. <laughs> Take kids lose their no, job. That's high. That's high. It's, that's like, high. it's like Tombstone. I do say it's yeah, too high. <laughs> you tell him Lee's coming <laughs> and hell's coming <laughs> with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a journeys employee. Loss prevention. You're done. So that's start right. filling out those journeys applications now, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think some... there's going to be several stores that are going to be hiring. That's all gonna... Oh, <laughs> Lord. Have Woo! mercy. Well, at least Lee's a friendly face to see as your last... <laughs> As your yeah. last face before you go yes. to jail, <laughs> who doesn't want to get fired by Santa? <laughs> you know, the, in, in the Navy SEAL training program, if you want to tap out, you ring a bell. Mm-hmm. I think when Journey's employees tap out, they pull on Lee's beard. <laughs> <laughs> you can put a bell on it. There's no <laughs> bell, but no, they just you, you go ow. Yeah, while, <laughs> while the cops are dragging him away, they're reaching for his beard. Like, don't let him take me. Don't. I must ring. I must ring the beard. Ring <laughs> <laughs> the beard. I don't even know that's a thing, but it can be. It now. can be now. Why not? Yeah, why not? Hashtag bring the beard. Anyway, Mohicans, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great show for you lined up today. We have a very special guest whom we will refer to as Janine, and she is coming on the show to talk about her recent experience with the Walt Disney World College program, as well as her further adventures with a Disney program in China by the, called Disney English. Uh, which is something very, very new to me. I did not realize Disney had that, but apparently in the past 10 years, it's, it's been very new to the rest of the world. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to hearing her story and her take on the college program. It has been a while since we've had a college program a person on here to relate their experiences from that point of view. So yes. it's always good to hear about the company from, uh, you know, as, as she referred to, the peons of the company, <laughs> most <laughs> less, which I can definitely kind of see that. It's always good to see that party life at Vista Lake or Vista Way is still going strong. Still going strong, guys. Yeah. And we got a great video to share with you and a song that we'll post definitely post on our show notes for you to enjoy. So, guys, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Weekends, ladies and gentlemen, for the hub today, we are here to discuss the Disney College program with an alumna of the program. We shall refer to her as Janine to maintain her anonymity for obvious reasons, uh, which will become apparent to you as we go on with the conversation. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> Disney being Disney, we know how Disney is. Yes. We don't want to have or get in any kind of trouble. So. No, no, yes, no. Yes. Uh, but anyway, with that being said, Janine, since we tend to be more conversational in our interviews, I just want to let you know if there's anything that we ask that you don't feel comfortable answering, just let us know and we'll move on to the next one. Okay? Just a little disclaimer. Cool? Sounds good. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. This is the Magic Are We Podcast. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, taking the time out of your day to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, uh, there's a lot of blogs and there's a lot of videos, YouTube things about the, the Disney College program in general, both in Disneyland, Walt Disney World. 
Uh, so I kind of want to give the listeners a little bit of a background picture of the person that we're chatting with. Okay. Uh, so if, okay. let's see. So um, I should preface this by saying that I do know Janine from outside of the podcast, specifically from the world of higher education. You know, higher education. Higher education, yes. I'll leave the school name alone because I, I don't foresee too many people from the university, that particular university, going to the college program. Would that be an accurate statement, you think, Janine? Yeah, I definitely had to sort, like, find people outside of our college to ask questions to and kind of do some research before I made my decision to eventually move to Orlando. Okay. So I do think that's an accurate statement. Okay, cool. So we'll leave the name of the college out because chances are if we divulge it, she's probably the only one <laughs> in the program that went there. Yeah. Well, well, well. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, just to, again, just to keep uh, things safe and everything else. Yes. Um, so let's to get a little bit of background. So let's get a little picture of, of who you are. Um, in regards to the college program, okay, uh, in relation to your college career, when did you do this? Did you do it during or sometime during the year or did you do it after? So I kind of did it. Uh, so I graduated December 2017. Okay. And I, um, I was not really sure because I graduated in music education, so I wasn't quite sure. I was like, no way it's really going to hire teachers in January. Like I was like kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. And someone had mentioned at Disney, they're like, you'd be a great person to work for Disney, like just kind of in a joke. And so I just looked it up just to see what they had to offer. And I found the Disney college program. So I had completed all of my college career college degree before I had applied for the job so and a lot of people don't do that a lot of people will go their sophomore or junior year to kind of take a semester off from school mm -hmm. um so it really just depends on who on where you are in your life and if you can afford to take off that time or if you need to just do school straight through and I was really fortunate because it gave me a buffer of four months to kind of be like okay what where am I going to go from here? It kind of gave me like a checkpoint, I feel like, in my life to make my next move. And so it came for me at the best time. And all my roommates were very much in the same boat. They had all graduated in December. But as far as everybody else I met, they were all early on in their college careers. So oh, Okay, cool. So this wasn't anything that you consciously said, okay, after I graduate, uh, I'm going to do the college program. Because a lot of times you hear people doing it during the school year. You know, yep. they'll take off maybe even in the summer between semester. But you never hear too many stories, although there are a bunch of people that do it, that do it after they graduate. So this wasn't a conscious decision for you. It just kind of happened. It's like, hey, you might be good for it. You should give it a shot. Is that right? It sounds like. Yeah. Well, it fell, in, it fell into my lap because I, I was offered some um, long-term sub positions. And I was like, you know, I really... I just thought to myself, I was like, a lot of the people I've talked to have burnt out over teaching um, just a long-term subs or going right in, like, in the middle of the school year to teach. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want to do myself, do that to myself. I want to have, give myself every opportunity to succeed. And so, I mean, I just honestly, like, I had heard about, Di I mean, obviously everybody's heard about Disney mm -hmm. and, like, the name that follows it. And so I was like, you know, this could be a really good place for me to go and learn from people and meet people from all over the world. So it kind of just evolved into what it was. And I was so, like, I cannot say how fortunate I was for it to fall at this time in my life. Like, it definitely changed who I am. Excellent, excellent. Can I ask her a question before we get too far ahead? Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, we're trying to concentrate in the background first and I, I feel the need to back up a little bit because I'd like to know you said that and we're not divulging school names or anything mm -hmm. like that but y'all met in higher higher education higher education uh, institution of higher, ed. higher <laughs> and you were a former teacher yes. at that same That's institute now uh, Janine was Kevin your teacher 
Yes, he was my teacher. So Kevin was your teacher. Yes. You know, I am curious to know what is what is Kevin like as a teacher? I mean, is he? Because uh, I can't imagine him like. Just in prep <laughs> from this show, you can't imagine. Yeah, he's he's kind of a like <laughs> even in our prep today before getting on air, Kevin normally would have made twenty thousand outrageously <laughs> inappropriate comments, and Kevin has been on his very best behavior right. thus far. I haven't heard one off-color joke. Yeah. So, what is Kevin like as, as a teacher? Is he is he the crazy personality he pre- he presents on the show? Is he what is he? Yes, he is in many ways. <laughs> uh, we have this running a joke that he would just explain to us as you just go and that's how everything was explained to us like that he would just make that noise and he, yeah sound you effects know basically about? yeah sound effects Wait, what? <laughs> everything was taught through sound effects not everything but i will always remember that as a part of my college like that you just gotta make this sound why you do it or and what was you said something else? No, it was like yeah, it's kind of like when I was adjusting your hand. Like she was learning drums, right? She took some drum lessons and stuff because uh-huh. she's a music ed, and mm-hmm. she wants to get better at that skill set so she could teach her students. Ah, yeah. So it's like you know, as I'm adjusting things, you know, like adjust your elbow, get uh-huh. your hip, this position this way. You know, I, I don't know why. I just you know started going. You know, just. Move your, move your elbow. Well, because here. you can't touch her and show her how to move her elbow, so you use sound effects and. Well, no, to, I, I did because yeah. oh. I mean, in percussion, you kind of have to. It's like you know, oh, this is how. I can describe how to do it, but you know, I, a little, you know, a little, a little sound effects never hurt. That's okay. <laughs> the side your elbow's supposed to make when it's in the right position. To, it could be, yeah, yeah, it's like lock and cock. Here yeah. it is, you know, ready to go. And lock like, and load. I now catch myself like telling that to other people and like doing it while I'm playing drums or whatever the move is, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've turned into Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now, now, when Kevin taught class, was it like that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark while the girls are just you know gazing lovingly? at him oh have mercy what, what, what was the vibe amongst the female well, students was kevin a hot teacher or was it more like the one like friends were well uh, I, think, were. I think it's safe to say that 80 to 90 percent of his students were male mm. so oh so there was, was a lot of gays so they could have been swooning there. and if i know kevin that would not have stopped him no. <laughs> <laughs> don't like what you see hey i don't discriminate it's okay no. you know that you love know. is love and appreciation is appreciation ask eli as well yeah. respect yes Eli gets hit on regularly by all, Kevin. All the time. All That's the only because you're back to me every day. We're recording. <laughs> Try to wear a longer, for it. Try to wear a longer shirt today if, uh, if that helps. What no, grade good. did Kevin give you, by the way? Um, I, think I, I think I got A's in his class. I don't think I had any problems. Okay. Well, that's good. Were, were you yeah. in more than just lessons? I don't remember. Were you in the world music class or no? Yeah. Oh, you were? Okay. Yes, I was. Yeah, that's when um, Travis was starting out. Oh, okay, so. okay, okay. So if you had to compare... Yeah. Kevin to like a famous movie teacher would he be like uh, Mr. Han from Fast Times at Ridgemont High would he be like Mr. Keating from Dead Poet Society or, or Mr. Edward Kimball? James almost yeah <laughs> Mr. Escalante from uh, what is it Stand and Deliver uh, Mr. Clark from Mr. Lean Cl- on Me I was gonna say I think I think in Kevin's mind he's more of Dead Poet Society I think that and then sometimes it transfers more into what is it that rock movie that Camp Rock not Camp Rock oh, oh Jack Black, Black, School uh, Rock. <laughs> Jack Black, Jack Black. <laughs> kind of goes into that. That's kind of cool. So. Yeah, I was going to say, like a mix yeah. of Mr. Carter versus, uh, yeah, I could, I could say uh, uh, Mr. Garrison a little bit in there. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Garrison. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mark Harmon yeah. from Summer School. Yeah, oh, yeah, Mr. Shoop. Yeah, Mr. Shoop. Yeah. <laughs> 
Even a little Mr. White. I can see a little Walter White in there. <laughs> oh, a little a skosh. A skosh. A skosh even. Okay, so uh, so Kevin was a good teacher, and the and the girls and the guys apparently all liked him. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, everybody, I've never heard anything negative about teaching. It's all been good. That's why I was highly recommend to go take lessons with you, which is why I did. So I'm really glad that I did. I learned so much. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. It worked. <laughs> did Kevin incorporate Disney into his music lessons? Um, not that I remember, but I also wasn't like looking out for it. You know what I mean? So it might have come across. I did not know you were a huge Disney fan until like late after I known you for a couple of years, actually. So which yeah. was really surprising to me. But now I'm like, I can't picture it any other way. <laughs> uh, oh, well, there you go. No, I remember our first trip to uh, Disney World together. He stopped in Morocco and was getting all these music tapes for his world music class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he could play. Which, unfortunately, you know, I, I ended up not teaching that class that year. Oh, wow. It got taken away from me and given to somebody else. So it's like, well, well, I never got to use it. Oh, dang, you got Jim. But I did use a lot of clips from like when we talk about mariachi. I talk about mariachi cobre in ah. Mexico and... Um, what was it? Uh, okay, there's something else. Um, maybe the German polka band, I think I might have used. Okay. And stuff. Stan Ons was a lot of fun. Yeah. There's, there's Disney influence in there. Okay. For sure. But yeah, yeah mo- most of the percussion students probably knew that I was kind of a dork about this stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Just a little bit of it. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. You know, I kind of like this stuff. You know, it's cool. Which is why we have you in the show, because you, I mean, you, you're doing, well, and we're going to get to it later, but you're on, on, uh, we're going to discuss your future after the college program, which kind of intrigues me, because I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm pretty excited to uh, get to discuss that with you. But at least, uh, if, if we could. Uh, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to iron out the background of y'all's no, relationship. Good. That's all. No, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted some inside scoop on you as a teacher, because I... <laughs> I got to be honest. I didn't. I could not quite <laughs> reconcile. It is show. tough to. It is tough to imagine. It, it is tough to put in perspective. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. <laughs> like, no, I would say it's, it's funny because like with the percussion students, it was a little different. They 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 kind of know, but <laughs> you know. Hey, look! I'm e- I'm equally yeah. intrigued by your counseling. <laughs> I want to hear I want to hear one of your counseling students come in and talk about the advice you've oh, given. Oh man, these these students are a little bit different ball game. I don't know if I can completely be me. It's kind of it's kind of tough <laughs> at that at that other institution. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so um, I wanted to get your uh, overall thought about the Disney College program. If we could, if we could have that, just kind of yeah. complete the black background picture. Um, uh, what, 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 what's your overall thought? You know, just, you know, simple statement. We can delve into the details a bit later, but what, what are your opinions on this? Um, I would highly, highly recommend the Disney college program to anybody who's thinking about even maybe just attempting the application process. Like you, you can't go wrong with just trying it and seeing if it's for you. So, um, I had a wonderful time. I had been placed at a great location with fabulous coworkers and the people I had met throughout the whole um, my whole, um, what is the interaction with everybody? Like they were so welcoming and so kind and they definitely pushed me to be a better version of me than I thought I could have been. So like with customer interaction, with just making sure like I'm doing the right job with every, like I'm making sure I'm being the best I can be at whatever I'm doing, whether it's like empty out trash cans or making sure that this is going to get off without a hitch. Like it definitely puts a lot of perspective into your mind. Like there's so, there's so many thousands of people that you see every day and making sure that every interaction is a good and positive interaction. Cause you don't know where these people are coming from. It makes me think a 
a lot differently now about everybody I meet. I'm like, I don't know these people's backgrounds or like what their day is. So it definitely makes me made me a more humble person. I think I think that's a good statement to say that came along with it. Yeah, no, that's not. Woo, I got a little chills of a Disney. I don't know. I was like, woo, this is very Disney. I love it. <laughs> you know, I was curious. How did the 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 higher ups over at Disney? How do they treat the college student program uh, program students? At, at my location, so there's several locations, and I deal specifically with um, about five higher ups, and then they have people over them and have people over them. So right. I didn't go too far up the chain. But they were so welcoming and so, like, wanting to be hands-on. If I ever had a question, they would always sit down and talk with me. And, like, I, when I was applying for my job that I'll, I'll be accepting, I'll, will be moving to in October, they, like, looked over my resume with me and they sat down, like, this is what your cover letter should look like. So it meant a lot to me that they were so personable and so willing to help me and like help me succeed in every way possible and like these people they they i feel like sometimes they feel like it's an eight to five job um so you show up you do what you do and then you leave but like they took time out of their busy busy schedule to sit down with me a peon from louisiana (laughs) so i it was i mean they were overall so nice and so welcoming to me that's great yeah that's really good to hear man it's really good to hear Mm -hmm. um but let's go ahead Mm -hmm. let's uh let's discuss the application process briefly because um uh, in case there's people out there listening that are curious about how to get started with this or there are people out there listening who have no people that are considering this but just don't know where to begin maybe they can give them some guidance um i've read a couple of things online but i'm just curious to know how was the overall application process for the college program or can you describe what that looks like? Um, yeah, so I apply to so the application process starts usually September, October, usually in September. Mm-hmm. So um, I was fortunate enough to that I got a notification saying, hey, the application process has started. And I applied within five minutes of getting that email. So I first off, you just go on, you put your um, you send your resume in and you kind of answer a few questions about yourself and send a cover letter in and then you just hope to hear back mm-hmm. and so i that happened and i didn't hear anything for about a week and then i got an email saying hey like you've moved on to the next process so there's several steps in the whole equation mm-hmm. um and so the next question uh, process is a a like a questionnaire to kind of see where your personality fits Um, And the best thing to think about when answering that is you just need to be consistent. Like, try not to be all over the board and definitely be true to who you are because they'll see it'll reflect in the numbers when what you're answering. So the best thing is just to be consistent and be true to who you are. And then as far as that, as far as that goes, you'll get another email um, if you get past that point and it'll, they'll set up a phone interview. So my phone interview, oh my gosh, y'all, it was so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) It was so bad. Well, I, you set up a um, a date. So I was like at October 24th, you'll call me at 3 PM. And so a no, no caller ID pops up on my phone and I answer it. And this lady goes, um, she calls me by my, my family nickname. And so I was like, mom. And she was like, no, this is Janice from Disney College. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, and she was like, no, no, it happens all the time. I'm like, does it really? <laughs> Are you starting to make me feel better? Um, but she was super, it was, I guess it was a good way to like break the ice. Um, but on, when I was filling out my application, they're like, do you have any nicknames? And so I just typed in like my childhood nickname, not thinking it would be used. <laughs> um, and so we just kind of laughed about it. 
Um, but she talks, uh, the lady talked to me about several things about what positions I would be interested in, what positions I'm not interested in at all. Um, and then she kind of, we talked about my experience, my past work experience, what I hope to get from the Disney college program, um, how I feel about living with people internationally. So there's a lot of things they make you really think about too, like as far as interviewing you, making sure you understand what you're committing if they offer you the job, which mm-hmm. I really like that she, they were really open to answering any of my questions right then on that call. And she, they were very welcoming. Like, like I said, any, any question I had or a concern that our rumor that I've heard, I just asked her straight up and she told me right away. So, okay, so and then so after that, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, so it was allowed to be more of like a two way conversation when you're going through this interview process. It's not like, they ask a question, you have to respond, and y'all can kind of chat. Yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't so much like, what are your fi- your top strengths in a work environment? And, you know, like you just kind of mm-hmm. tell them and nothing comes of it. Yeah. Like we really talked through everything. And like any questions I had for her, like you said, it was like a back and forth kind of thing, which made me feel a lot more comfortable and less nervous going into it. Now, at this point, they have a pretty basic idea what you want to do there, or are y'all still feeling that out? We're still kind of feeling that out. So in that um, application process, like the questionnaire, you can put your top five, I think it's five spots that you would want to be placed. So the spots are quick service food and beverage, merchandise, costuming, custodial, um, stuff stuff along those lines. Mm-hmm. And so you just put your top ones and then you talk about it when you get on the phone. What was so, your top? Um, my top was, um, I, th- I think I put quick service food and beverage just because I've had past food experience. Okay. Um, and that I was lucky enough to be placed there. Oh, wow. So, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, I've read a couple of things about the application process where uh, a lot of people suggest getting some work experience in the, in the area that you hope to get in with the college program. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one of my questions I was going to ask you later is uh, if you had any work experience in uh, the food service thing, the quick service things. It sounded like you did. Um, so would you say yeah. that kind of that would help out uh, kind of landing the position you want in the program? Yeah, most definitely. I think it definitely will help. But I, I have met people who didn't get any of their choices that they put and they got put somewhere they were hoping they weren't going to get. Um, so it really just depends, I think, on your personality and like how your interview goes and also mm-hmm. what positions they need filling. Okay, cool. So I was like I said, I was very fortunate. Now, when they have you on the phone, do they ask you like anything like, do you have any tattoos or body piercings that we should know about before we hire you? Or they just wait for you to show up and be surprised? Um, it is. And so they, they flag this twice in the initial questionnaire. So that's the second part of the process. They ask you if you have any tattoos, piercings, stuff like that. And then going on through the interview, they, there's a general disclaimer. They're like, so you understand, like, you can only have one piercing in your ear. No tattoos can be showing. They kind of walk you through the guideline just to make sure, like, they hit that with you to make sure you're okay with either covering it up or taking it out mm-hmm. is one of really the only two options that you have. The Disney look per se, right? Yes. Yeah. Hammering that home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so do you have, actually, before I ask this next question, uh, I was curious about the online interview. So that sounds like the online or the online questionnaire, I guess you called it, uh, which some people mm-hmm. refer to as like the online interview, I guess, is that, basically just what it is just like a series of questions you just answer it and that and i mean there's nothing else there's like nobody chatting back and forth with you 
No, it's one of those things that's like strongly disagree or strongly agree. Um, and then I oh, think it's like there taking is a some, surveys. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a survey. And there are some spots where you can type out your answer. And then at the end, when it asks you what position, what at the end, when it asks you what positions you would like, it lets you choose it and then type out the reasons why. Uh, do you have any tips mm-hmm. for any prospective members regarding this process? application i think one of the things you might have mentioned is be honest and consistent was a couple of things right yeah i think the biggest thing especially on that survey questionnaire is just to be consistent with your answers that's the biggest thing and then in the interview just make sure you're personable and can be yourself because i mean if you think about it the other person has to call so many hundreds of people like you want to stand out so ask them about their day you know like try to make conversation with them as well as making it just an interview make yourself memorable yes yeah yeah how long did the whole process take it my call lasted 45 minutes i want to say which was relatively it was relatively short because they said it was going to last an hour and everybody i talked to said theirs had lasted exactly an hour so wow i don't know maybe i just talked fast or <laughs> 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 our conversation just ended. Or so, maybe you just answered all the questions right. Yep. Maybe. With the winks and the smile. So. The winks and the smile. <laughs> maybe you had good teachers yeah. along the way that helped educate you. It was definitely Kevin the whole thing. <laughs> was Same. Kevin like the Obi-Wan in your ear? The while you're answering yeah. the questions? Like use the Janine. force, Janine. Use the force. <laughs> <laughs> WWKD, what would Kevin do? What would Kevin do? <laughs> what, would Kevin, <laughs> what would Kevin do? <laughs> I have a response to that, but I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, which Kevin do you think? <laughs> strongly uh, agree, strongly disagree. <laughs> but what I do, don't do that. <laughs> um, all right, so, so well, let's dig into your life as a college program person. So um, I know on the website for the college program and for the listeners, we'll stick this in our show notes. Uh, they have the words live, learn, and earn, right? Yeah. So we're going to kind of, uh, I'm going to touch upon each of those aspects, uh, starting with one that I always hear things about, the living part. And most specifically oh, about that. I can't wait to hear him ask this question. Um, housing. I want to I I discuss the housing. Did you, did you use uh, Disney housing or did you say off, off, off campus? No. Uh, or off I property? I 100% use Disney housing just because it was by far the cheapest option mm-hmm. that I could find in the Orlando area. Okay. Plus, it would also put me with people who are going to the same thing as me. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So where were you? What, 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 what uh, dorm or housing was this? I was in Chatham. So there's um, four um, complexes, but I was in Chatham, which is the shared, which okay. some people call it the middle class area which i was <laughs> for all of them we just didn't have washers and dryers in our unit but it was really nice i shared an apartment with eight other girls so that was trying at times but yeah. all my things were wonderful it was just our living spaces were like the kitchen was so small for eight people we just it took us a while to get that to work out how many bathrooms so each girl each of the girls uh, roomed with another girl so there's two people in each bedroom then we had a personal sink in our room and then we share like a jack and jill bathroom so a toilet and a shower with another two girls so four girls per shower i know there was some arguments in the morning oh well i was really lucky because all of my roommates shower in the morning when they wake up and i was the only one who showered at night so it worked out great for me because <laughs> I didn't have any issues with it. So if there were bickering, yeah. you were you were asleep, you were like, happily, uh, happily asleep while they were doing their thing. If there got, was, yeah, it's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. yeah. So are you going to ask her? 
No, but you can ask her. You can, I'll let you have no, it. No, 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 no. I know this is like a question you like to ask people about Vista Way. Well, well yeah. Well, just to let the listeners know if they're not too familiar with the different housing options that you have. Uh, of course, you have Vista Way, which Danny mentioned. Chatham. Uh, let's see. Patterson Courts and the Commons, which seems to be the more ritzy. The Commons? Uh, like <laughs> the international. Like. Yeah, it's like the international yeah. dorms, things, and everything else. Mm-hmm. Washers and well, dryers. They're really nice, but the um, internationals are, have actually been moved so they could be placed anywhere now. So they're not located to just one apartment complex. Oh, that's kind of cool. So they kind of integrate with the rest of the population, more or less. Yeah. Okay. Um, just so, like, my, the guys, I was going to say, our neighbors were from France and they worked in France. So that was kind of cool to see them, like, in their costumes when we went there. And then at home, when they were just, like, getting their groceries out of the car, I was like, hey, I saw you yesterday in Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's see a uh, couple of little facts here before I get to that uh, that question. I'm um, <laughs> just looking on this website here. Um, uh, it says like uh, all the buses stop here out front, right? Um, as you were saying, yeah. variety of apartment sizes, sharing with two to eight people. Uh, most housing events take place there, like graduation welcome events. Is that right? Yep. Every um, it's usually every Wednesday or Thursday mm-hmm. night. So that's true. It's nice when because you're so close to it, but. My apartment was right overlooking the field, so if you were going, if you just got off a long shift and were going to bed, there's like bass pumping and kids partying. Oh. <laughs> <Just like> oh. <laughs> but it's nice being like you don't have to walk anywhere; you just open your door and you're there. And you're at the party. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. It says located right by Mickey's Retreat. Yes. On this website, what do, yes. what is what is Mickey's Retreat? So Mickey's Retreat is offered to um, Disney um, cast members or like any any cast members throughout the whole park. So there's two swimming pools, there's soccer. It's like a um, rec facility on this. There's oh, a wow. huge lake you can take a kayak on. Um, so kayak, it's very nice. Like, yeah, you can rent a kayak. I think it's $2 to go out on the weekends. Oh, wow. Like, just take it out. And I, I don't know how large the lake is, but it's fairly large. So you could kayak the whole thing and be tired after. So, yeah, it's fun. There are gators over there, but I... They're harmless. Oh, they're harmless. 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 Did, did, did Disney put out any signs or anything? They took the their lake? teeth out or something? <laughs> My roommates were terrified, but I'm like, if you don't bother them, they won't bother you. Like, they just thought they were going to jump out of the water and eat them the whole time. So, well, you know, know. We're, we are talking to a Louisiana girl here. So, yeah, gators that's are like, true. Yeah, that's yeah true. she could probably handle yeah. gators. <laughs> that's, that's probably a no lot problem. of my roommates are from New Jersey, so not used to the swamp. They were yeah. concerned, it sounds like. Yes. Very much concerned. We had a snake outside of our apartment one day, and I was the only one who went outside to get it. Like, they were not going to go to work because it was a garden snake. Like a little <laughs> that is snake. awesome. Add a girl. I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> you know why? Because. That's right. snake. Go to work. You can definitely handle that. Man, oh, Louisiana yeah. girl snake, no problem. It's the guard snake. She just threw it in the room with them, and then like be like, it's kind of like India, like the first, like the thirty Indiana Jones. It's, like, it's just a snake. <laughs> just, a snake. <laughs> just throw it away. I was gonna say, but you should sympathize because of the way you ran from that locust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that a locust was in my part of the studio, and then when I got up, and it just. It came out. It came out. Well, it was comfortable with you there. Y'all had a good re- working relationship with Lucas so. until you moved. I wanted to interview you. And yeah. he missed you. And yeah, he came he out. He must have, yeah. He, yeah. he expressed his uh, yeah. anger at the fact that I moved. Yeah, there was a Lucas in the studio, Janine. So I didn't know that until after we were done recording. <laughs> and here I am on Facebook Live promoting the show, and we're chasing around this Lucas. 
We? Well, <laughs> I, I was running like a bitch. And then Danny and Eli were trying to get the locust out of the studio. And that's where we, when we sacrificed the broom. Yes. <laughs> it was necessary. Did yes. you get it out of the studio at least? Yeah, yes. well, well, the locust latched onto the broom, is that right? And yeah, then, so, so the locust landed on the broom, and I threw the broom outside the door and closed the door. <laughs> Hence, sacrifice the broom. Yes, yes. and All the right. broom's still out there. <laughs> it hasn't come in yet. No. <laughs> to this day, huh? The locust may have found love. Let him have his broom. Let him have his broom. other locusts. That's right, that's right. This is my humble abode. This is my broom. All right, so ask her about the uh, All right. debauchery. All right, so uh, the question I'm going to ask you is about Vista Way. You know, I've had a couple of friends of, you know, the, the, the program too. Um, you always hear the stories about, you know, nickname Vista Way, Vista Lay, that kind of stuff. Uh, what yeah. are your thoughts? Uh, like, what can you speak to about this whole mystique about that particular uh, set of housing? Um, I, I had several friends who lived in Vista Way, and they they didn't have negative things to say about it, but also think that it was kind of making it, trying to make the situation better. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they're due for renovations soon, so that should help anybody who gets like in, gets placed in that housing. Mm-hmm. But it's not, they're not bad. They had, they said they had some bug problems, but as soon as they called, they were taken care of. I know that's like, you shouldn't have to deal with that in the first place, but right. it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, they did say it's really convenient because all usually that's the last stop for the buses before they head to work. Mm-hmm. So, which means you can sleep in later, but it also means it's the last stop on the way home from work. So you have to go to all the other places before you could get home. So, um, it, it is what it is. Um, I, it's not as bad as everybody says it is. It's definitely livable. I think some people think it's not a livable place, but it is. AC works most of the time, and there's no mold or anything like that. So it's it's not as bad as people will say it is. So the party lifestyle that we've heard about, no? Yes, no, 100%. It is where most parties are. Okay. (laughs) All right. That kind of was... Just to give some background on that, it's one, uh, if I'm correct, uh, Janine, this is one of the old. This is the oldest housing on property, right? For the college, it was like the first yes. one, maybe. So yeah, what she's speaking to, yeah, yeah the, the, the apartments are a little run down, but I had, have read that they are making renovations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, whenever you have college age students and stuff, you know, or they're away from home and everything else, uh, they're going to have parties, you know. And so we, a lot of the stories of. Uh, lasciviousness and uh, craziness uh, always seem to filter back to Vista Way. Yes. So I was just, uh, yeah, okay. So that's kind of just come yeah. confirmation it's there. It's the nexus of immoral activity amongst the Disney College program students. Uh, yeah, more so than the other housing. Would you say? Like that would be like, like the place? Yeah. Have you heard the rap about it? No, no. There's, What's the rap? Um, some, someone made a rap about Vista Way, like saying you're getting laid at this, or getting laid at Vista Way or something like that. I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a, Somebody made it like a rap, an actual rap about it, and it's on YouTube. So oh. <laughs> if you want, you can go look it up. I don't know how great it's going to be, but it was just, it's funny. Because <laughs> a lot of it's kind of true. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, y'all stretch while I find this, and we'll, we'll just discuss this real quick. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. Are you really looking this up? I'm really looking this yeah, up. I, mean, I, I kind of think we need to find that. This is a Vista Way remix. I need everybody. Patterson Court, the Commons, Channel Square, all CPs and ICP. Yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, come to the place that is great. Okay. The 
spot that is hot. Alright. This the way with a party. Don't stop. Holla at the boys. Disney cast members doing this, huh? I gotta say that's a great hook. I don't know what that one dude is saying in the back. It sounds like he's out of breath. He's like, ha ah, ah, ha never. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that's what I, Oh my god, blame it on the mouse, huh? Wow. There you go. There's a girl twerking yeah. here. Oh, this oh boy, they had yeah. a there's a whole video video. Well, why that's... why are we worried about protecting uh identities here? <laughs> that was a whole thing. I can't imagine that any of these people are still in the program. <laughs> Oh no! I think it's like 2007 or 2008 or something like that. Oh wow, that's 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 actually kind of cool. I kind of dig that. Yeah, it was, it's definitely not like that all the time, but I think there are people who party like that a lot of the time. So, well, they certainly yeah. make it sound like it. To say, are you sure there weren't a bunch of people from Louisiana there? <laughs> no, that uh, just sounds like they're. That's not they the know beat. How to party. That's not the beat a Louisiana rapper would use. That's for sure. That's like that's, a, that's Little Wayne. I, I'm not, I didn't see the video, but I, just from what I heard, that sounds like something you hear in like, like, you know, like Miami. That's no, like a Miami kind of style no, that's, beat. But I'm saying that's, that's Lil Wayne. I'm going to sit Wayne. back and listen to this conversation. Yes, I would like to hear <laughs> Lee LaSavica educate Eli Ivory on black culture and music. Right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that's his, that's his song they use. What do you they mean that's Lil his Wayne song? song. That, what song? That's Lil Wayne's song. It's based off of Lil Wayne's song. What, what song? I don't, I don't know. Yes. What song? I don't know. I don't know the name. How of it. I have to Google it. How you gonna say it based off so you don't know the song? That's not. That's like that. I have it on my iTunes somewhere. Oh. I don't know the <laughs> name of it. It's on. It's on iTunes somewhere else. It's. it's, it's I'm tough. gonna find it right now. This is really embarrassing for one of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe. Maybe y'all have dragged all of us into it. I don't, don't know. know. No, I'm just saying. Like the beat. I. I. I, I like the song. I, I just. The, he said it was like. A beat that little Wayne would use, and I would imagine, like you know, uh, well, it wouldn't surprise me none. I mean, I, I, I you know, know that surprises me that it, Lee apparently feels himself an expert on Little Wayne's music. I, I'd be like, uh, he studied it. Juvenile, He's an now, yes. Juvenile, Did you offer music Birdman. classes on Little Wayne? No, I didn't oh, have it. I, I wow. wasn't allowed to teach Little Wayne. And oh man, that's too bad. I met yes. Birdman a long time ago too at a Best Buy. <laughs> if only I had known that this was going to happen in the future, I would have played this off for him and been like, does that sound like something that, you know, Wheezy would, would, would make? Because Lee Lastavica thinks so, apparently. Well, we'll, well, while while we waiting let, for Lee. Yeah, let Lee uh, do his yeah, thing. Yeah, um, one yeah. thing I do want to ask, Janine, is uh, I've read this a couple websites. Transstar, what is that? Oh, it's the bus company that transports Disney college cast members to work. And how is it? well i will say there were while i was there seven of my i think it was about seven of my buses at least either broke down or went out of service oh so which they're they're not they're not great to put it frankly they're they're actually pretty pretty bad they're old buses like old uh public or public transport buses so there's they're definitely they're a hundred percent safe, 
but uh, they have caught on fire. Not why anybody. <laughs> <laughs> What? You can't can't put those words together in the same sentence. Now, she is a snake wrangler in her spare time, so danger is relative. Yeah, that's true. I don't don't want to say it's definitely like there are alarms and systems in place for when that happens. So if it does happen, like it gets hot in Orlando, like those buses sit outside all day and they run 24-7. Like there's they're never shut off. Okay. Um, you you were on the bus that caught fire, though. Is that what you were saying? Are you? you I wasn't on the bus, no. But it okay. did catch. At, one bus caught fire while I was down there, and nobody was on the bus at the time. Yeah, it was at, like it was really early in the morning. Like they must have just turned it on or something like that, and the engine just blew or something like that. But it was like it didn't blow up. Like it just caught fire. So I, I got you. Just like spontaneously combusted first thing in the morning. Yeah. So wait. So so bus caught fire, and then hey. you were there when Maleficent caught fire too, right? Were you still working? There? I was there when Maleficent caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Much to Danny's happiness, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I got nothing against uh, the cartoon. It was a live oh, that's action. Right, you're right, you're right. The live action Melissa was different, yeah. Wait, so you were you in the park when it happened? No, but um, I... So I do want to talk about this. Um, I Since I graduated music education, I was really interested in working with the Disney Performing Arts. Mm-hmm. And so I had... Um, we have a thing called The Hub where you can look up any employee at Disney. Okay. Um, so I, however high up they are. So I emailed the... Um, I think it was like the head of performing arts of Disney performing arts. I forget her name, but she was super helpful. Okay. And I just asked if I could shadow um, the high school marching bands and like the parades. Oh, and nice. so they, they let me do exactly that. Like, they let me come in and sit in on how they run sight reading with the kids on how they run performances at Disney Springs. And I was also fortunate enough to march with them. So I was in, it was like two or three days before Melissa caught up. I was on one of, the last parade to roll out for um, fantasy. What, what's that parade called? I'm so sorry. Festival, Festival of Fantasy. Um, yeah. Festival. Yeah, I was one of the last people to walk with that on the way out. So on, oh. in that parade with the band, so that was it. Was it was pretty sad because I got to see it up close, and then like a couple of days later, they're like, "She blew up." <laughs> <laughs> But um, there are a whole bunch of memes going around. I'll send them to you so you can have them, okay. like our workers. Oh, please do. Yes. So to kind of transition, you're talking about learning some stuff, and you took advantage of being of your connections and uh, and learning a little bit more, uh, furthering your skill set in music education and stuff. I know there are chances to take classes and stuff, and this is the learn portion of uh, the the live, learn, uh, earn thing. Um, uh, did you do any of those classes or do like the doctorate thing or mousters or any stuff like that? Um, I did the, uh, like the resume building. Like I was really big. Cause I, I really didn't realize like how, what people are looking for in my resume. So having like people to sit down, like a company for Disney mm-hmm. and be like, what, what do you look for when, um, people are building their resume and just to hear all that was really information, like informative, but there are tons of classes that you can go and sit down. Like even as, like CPR classes and like rec classes as far as like business classes too. And like the history of Disney, which is really, really, really fun course to look into. So I did take advantage of that. Some you have to pay for and some they're offered by like bi-weekly. So you Mm -hmm. can go every other week and sit in on whatever guest presenter they're they're having that week. So you can take as many of these courses as you want, as little. uh, I guess you have time for, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So whenever they, I think, 
Oh, so our weekends are usually like in the middle of the week, like Tuesday, Thursday, because everybody works weekends. So they offer those classes several times a week, like during the middle of the day or at night. So you can have the opportunity to either take off work or go in like, or make time to go see them. Okay. Um, uh, so kind of also transition into the, the earn aspect. So I just kind of talk about work, something from the rap video that I heard about 50 hours a week. And I've kind of read that. Uh, the uh, large amount of hours that you work during the week and other articles. Uh, what, what can you speak towards that? How was your work week like, like as far as hours wise and how much you had to work and stuff like that? Um, so we are guaranteed, I believe it's 30 hours a week. Don't quote me on that. I'm not hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're guaranteed at least 30 hours. Um, but there were times where I worked like a 50 to 60 hour week, um, especially during spring break. That's really chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, they give you the correct amount of breaks that you need. Like you get, if you're working a seven hour shift, you get a one hour break. And if you work anything more, you get an hour break and then another like 15, 30 minute break as well. So it, you are spaced out, right? Like, okay. so you don't, you're not overworking yourself, but it is a ton of hours that you're in the park on your feet. Mm-hmm. So okay. especially like if you have people rent it out. So I was based in Hollywood studios, people rented out the park quite frequently for cheerleaders or whatever it may be. Hmm. So we would work from five to there would be times I wouldn't get, I would be off at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. Oh, wow. So, you still got to get home and get on the bus that might catch on fire and yep, then get to, back exactly. to the to the you to your uh, apartment and sleep and then wake up to be at work probably like eight o'clock the next day. Are you kidding? They're going to Vista Way, baby. Oh, Vista Way. Vista Way. Vista Way. Vista Way. How much do they pay y'all? We get paid ten dollars an hour, but there is opportunity for overtime. Okay. Okay. I was going to ask if they gave you some overtime with the amount of hours. Hey. Yeah. Okay. They, they are. So it's if you work, I think it's more than twelve hours. They give you overtime. No, it's more more than eight hours. Excuse me. They give you overtime. Yeah. However, um, that is if you've already worked that. 30, 40 hour that week that you need to. So yeah, you kind of get shot and put on that get... end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that does kind of sink, and I wasn't quite aware of that. But, I mean, if I'm working 40, 50 to 60 hours a week, then I'm getting plenty of overtime. But it doesn't – I mean, you're just working. I mean, one thing about the Disney College program is you have to know that you're going there to work first. Right. Like that – I mean, fun – it's going to be fun, and you're going to do a lot of things, but your main job is there is to have a job, is to work for Disney. And okay. I think a lot of people get that confused and just thinking, oh, I'm going to be in the parks, and I'm going to work on the side. No, you're going to – work and then cry wake up go to the park for a couple hours and go back to work so it is hard but it's fun i know they deduct the cost of your living arrangements out of your 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 check but what about food like when you're getting home at four in the morning i mean there's not too many places uh to get a meal i'm I'm assuming so how do they worry how do they go about uh making food accessible to y'all when y'all are working these schedules that have y'all in the park until closing, when and by the time I get out of there, everything else is shut down. Uncommon hours of the day. Yeah, yeah. It, that's a good way to put it. Well, we have kitchens in our apartment, so they are like fully stocked. Like you have a stove, a microwave, so you can cook for yourself. And then also backstage, we have like we had Subway and then like a chicken place, like a fried chicken place, and then also like a sushi place. So it was ooh, like ooh. those <laughs> places would stay open in accordance to the hours. So they weren't 
if we were open till four in the morning, they would stay up until two. And they wow. are a discounted price as well, which is really helpful. Like I think I got a half of sub, a sandwich cookie, and a drink, and then some other things, whatever. It will be like two, two or three dollars. I want to say. Nice. So, it works out for so can yeah. you like can you stock up? You'd be like, give me like twelve of those footlongs. I'm saving them up for the yeah. Week. Well, originally I was just buying a six inch because like, that's all I need. And then I would just buy footlongs and just put them in my locker and just say, then you don't have to. Because when you are on your break, all you want to do is just sit down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not going to go wait in line for Subway later. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Well, I'm curious about the sushi yeah, joints. Yeah, I'm Did, intrigued. Is it sushi like you know, at the university, you know, like tsunami rolls or whatever? Or is it somebody do, like, yeah. you go up and ask and they'll make it for you? It's like, yeah, prepackaged. Oh, no. It's like, it's prepackaged. They have like prepackaged sandwiches, stuff. It's like a little deli kind of area. Ah. So everything's already pre-made. But it's- so it's like gas station sushi? <laughs> Uh-huh. Like Bucky's, like Bucky's has would have. I know you don't know what Bucky's yeah, is. I, don't, I know what Bucky's is. Yeah, no, none of us know what te- Bucky's. That's a Texas thing, right? Uh-oh. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. Lee made for a friend. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of Bucky's? Wait, isn't it? That's that huge gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is exactly. Lee's yeah, favorite a- place to eat is Bucky's. Actually, <laughs> we were driving today, Anna and I, and we were behind a truck, and they had a Bucky sticker on there. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm oh, not kidding. Everywhere, yeah, it's spreading. Yeah. Yeah, they have the best um, beef jerky for some reason. Uh, I don't see? know. Oh, I told you. I bought some. Try to get him to shut up about the beef jerky for 10 minutes. I mean, he loves that Bucky's. <laughs> the beef jerky, the ices. Uh, what's that? Like the popcorn you brought the us corn one day? Nuts. The oh, corn the Bucky nuggets. nuggets. Corn, uh, Bucky, Bucky nuggets. nuggets. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Bucky nuggets. He's a Bucky, he, he's a Bucky fanatic. I, sorry to backtrack, but I just sent you a picture of Maleficent. Uh, that my one of my coworkers made. It said Maleficent proudly presented by Transtar, which is the bus. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funnier now that so. we know what Transtar is all about. I'll go ahead and forward it to the group guys. <laughs> yeah, please do. You can have it. So once they accept you in a role, like you started off with quick service. How did you like working? Some of the times you go in the quick service, and those people look so unhappy. How? What is the general demeanor of the employees at quick service? Um. So the. So the fellow, like, DCP members, like Disney College kids, are all coming in fresh-faced, you know, like, ready to work, ready to get there. And those people are really fun to work with. But also then there's there's the full-time and part-time people who are truly doing that for a living. Mm -hmm. And they, some of them see it as you're taking their hours. Because Disney has guaranteed us that we're going to get 30 to 35 hours a week, which means that full-time, part-time hours get cut. Oh, wow. Yeah, it puts us in an awkward position because they sometimes see it as in, like, we're taking their spot. And we had no, I had no knowledge of that coming in until working for a little while. And so they, you can kind of hear them complain about it. But other than that, like, everybody at my location was so nice and so welcoming. And there, there are some people who, of course, weren't, weren't as open to having, like, some fresh out of college kids come and work for them, you know, like, sometimes college kids can be a little like think we know it all and these kids are these people have been working this job forever so they they know way more than we so i think it's also frustrating because i had a lot of haitians and puerto ricans so there was sometimes a language barrier as well Mm -hmm. um where i just simply couldn't understand them but everything was worked through and like i said like my location was like my family because i spent so much time with them like so we bickered we made up and we moved on we laughed we cried 
we held each other's arms. <laughs> Do you feel comfortable <laughs> divulging the location? Yeah, um, I worked at Sunset Market Ranch, so we were home to the polka dot dresses and sunflower um, aprons. So we are right on Sunset Boulevard in front of Tower Terror to the to the left if you're walking down. Oh, okay. Okay, Isn't that where we stopped that to eat? Yeah, got a turkey leg. Yeah, yeah, me, Lee, and well, uh, Eli went and rode uh, Rock and Roll Coaster, and you were, you were feeling kind of queasy. What did we just get off? We just we got just off got of Star off Tours, of, uh, right? Yeah, anything with uh, Motion Simulator, that, that, that yeah. gets me. So you, could, you didn't want to ride because it kind of threw you off. Yeah. Um, but we took it. It was Eli's first time on Rock and Roller Coaster. How do you like it? Oh, it was awesome. It, I've, I've tried to go before, but it's always been broken, so... Mm. Yeah, this one time it was finally working. So we're like, all right, cool. But uh, like we said before, it shoots off so quick. I remember Kevin like, don't turn your head. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't turn Damn. your head because you're going to be stuck there for a I'll little be bit. Looking, I, yeah, I'll be looking backwards for the rest of my life if I'm not careful. But uh, no, the ride itself is, was, is great. I, I loved it. Then did you work in the kitchen? Did you work the register? Did you do food prep? What? So we were, so about every two hours we rotated. So there are several locations on Sunset Boulevard. There's Anaheim Produce, mm-hmm. Eddie's um, Kitchen. Then you have Rosie's Kitchen. And then you have Scoops, which is an ice cream place. Yeah. And okay, so yeah. you rotate positions every two hours. Oh, so kind of like the attractions. Yeah. Yeah. So you're always like, I could be in kitchen. I could be register. I could be picking up trash. I could just be helping guests. Um, it really just depends on where they put you that day. Nice. It sounds like you got a full food service experience. Like you could take almost any job on, like mm-hmm. from like working in kitchen to front of house and stuff like that. And it was definitely challenging tra- having to learn so much at once, but then you're never bored at the same time. Cause I'm not like flipping burgers for 12 hours, you know, I'm, um, it gets moved a little bit. So it's definitely don't think you're just going to, it's going to be miserable because you are moving, and that helps a lot. So is there any time that you can tell us that you felt like you made a difference in the guest experience? I So one of my all-time favorite like interactions with a guest is there's this girl. She came up to me, and or her family was in my line at Scoop, and it was her birthday. And I was like, oh, my gosh, happy birthday. And like she had already bought her ice cream, so I was going to give her ice cream for free. And so I was like, oh, never mind. And she was, she must have been like three or four. And she's like, I'm going to go ride Tower of Terror. And I was like, I just knew she was going to hate it. Like, I just, <laughs> it was not going to do anything she was going to like. And so I was like, well, go ride it and come back. And so she went to go wait in line. And I talked to my manager about getting like her birthday present because you can do that every once in a while. And so she had on an aerial shirt. So we managed to get her a doll, like a, from one of the gift stores. And present it to her when she came back, and she came back, and she had these huge crocodile tears, and she was like, "I hated it. It was so <laughs> awful." Because <laughs> she was just so little, and her dad was like, "The only reason she got on is so she could come back and tell you that about it," and that just made my heart so happy. And then when I gave her the gift, she was like, "It's so beautiful," and she like <laughs> went and picked up flowers from our flower garden in front of Scoop, which you're not supposed to do, but she like picked them up and like made a bouquet for me, and so that was. Very, very exciting <laughs> for me just to see like how much like it. She's so little and it's still so magical for her, you know. That's touching. That's awesome. I love that she picked the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> well, she felt the need to reciprocate. <laughs> this is obviously a girl with a sense of duty. I mean, she rode the Tower of Terror at three for her daddy. You're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was. She was like, "You're a trooper, man." <laughs> but, All right. So, give us a horrific guest story. Can you do that? Oh. Uh, 
I try not to think about it because there are some, but like we have a saying, like sometimes you go on vacation and you just leave your manners at home. Mm -hmm. So sometimes guests can be unroof, unroofful, like just rude and treat you like you're like just a piece of dirt. Like I had one guy tell me I ruined his vacation because I forgot the cheese on his burger. Oh my God. (laughs) Did not roll the cheddar. <laughs> man, you can't mess around with that cheese, man. I I want cheeseburger, not hamburger. I can't say much. That, that, I'm the guy messed me up. He didn't ruin your vacation, though. <laughs> I know that's one of those instances. I'm like, you know, he probably just has something else going on. Like, you just hope that that's not how he really is as a person. Because you know, like sometimes these people come here after like a huge like or after something tragic happens in a family. Like they'll mm-hmm. they'll go to Disney to kind of forget. And then get so tied up and like, we're going to have a great time that they forget to relax and have a great time. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much pressure and like, you're spending so much money that you want it to all be perfect. And if it's not, sometimes you can just lose it. So I try to rationalize and be like, that's it. And then he was, one guy told me, he's like, I cannot picture a worse place to work than right here. And I was like, well, I'm glad you don't have to work here then. happy <laughs> 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 with them. And like I kind of put my foot in my mouth on that one, but I was like, "Why would you? Why would you tell me that?" You know, like I, I can picture a lot of worse places to work. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I mean, try being a roofer in July. It's <laughs> kind of rough. Yeah, no joke. What What do you think is the worst or most difficult counter service to work? That's a good question. Um, because I've got an opinion, but I'm just curious if it it matches what you think. I so I definitely think. I want to say quick service because you're dealing with so many people. Like we go through every meal right. needs to be prepared in three minutes or less. So like we're dealing with thousands of people every day. Sure. Like I'll... the chances of getting someone unhappy are greater than, than, you know, like working backstage. I feel like, but that's also so... not always the case. Like I've seen people take it out on custodial. Like my roommate was, was custodial and like the stuff that she would come home and tell me was just, it was I... so hard. And there's, I, I don't know. I gotta Those tell you, I attractions. Yeah, well, I just meant like Probably. what 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 quick service restaurant do you think is the most difficult? But I mean, I, you got a point though. It's like some people. I think like every person in America needs to work fast food at least once in their life, just to have a more humbling uh, attitude about other people in the general, because it's difficult, man. I guess yeah, people don't understand how hard that job is. But I was just going to yeah. say Cosmic Rays because Cosmic Rays always seems like it's so crazy. Oh, yeah. But, Isn't that, that's like the number one or the largest fast food place in it? the world, I want to say. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, I want to say it's either the largest fast food joint or the one of the largest fast food joints. And, like, I've had people who work there who have hated every second of it. Like, they didn't like their Disney College program just because simply, I think, of their location. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think I got so lucky because my location was a tad bit smaller and a little bit more manageable than mm-hmm. one huge venue i had four to work instead of just one cosmic so. rays that has like three uh like, counter service yeah it's like three or, different little sub things yeah so it, it, it's large one. it's yeah. Actually big yeah um so let, okay let's go with that though like let's say you're there for a month and yeah you, you drew cosmic rays you don't like it and you're like uh, excuse me, I don't like the role here. Can I move from quick service to doing something else? Do they let you do that? No, that's 
that's something they won't let you do until your term is finished. Oh. So unless there is some dire circumstances, like I actually broke my pinky the last week of working. So they offered for me to transfer, but I was like, I have one more week. Like I don't, there's no need for me to transfer and learn a new role. Um, so they just like let me piddle around and pick up trash for a week, which was so fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But um, they re- they really won't let you transfer unless it's something medical or oh. some something else along those lines until you finish your term. So once you finish your four months, then you can transfer. How did you break your pinky? I slammed it in a my cashier drawer when I was like cashing oh. out this lady, oh. and I did not say a bad word to her. And I'm so proud of myself to this day because I wanted to say a word that started with F and ended with K so bad right to her face. So bad. No, but I did not. Can I tell you what's interesting about that story is that when I asked her her most dreadful experience on the job, it was the guy with the cheeseburger who didn't get his cheese, <laughs> right. not breaking the pinky in the cash drawer. Right, yeah, right. those <laughs> cash drawers are unforgiving. That tough. cheeseburger guy hurt worse than a broken bone. It well, I joke around at my work, so it was actually like, like I knew I had broken it because it turned purple and it's still black to this day. Like I had it turned purple right away. Ooh. And so I went and told my leader and I was like, Hey, I broke my pinky. And she was like, ah, you just want to get off work early. Cause I had 10 minutes left to work. I was like, no, I broke, I really broke it. And she was like, no, you didn't. <sighs> and so she's like, go finish. And so I went finish. And then I, the next day I couldn't move it. And it was so swollen. So I went to like the Disney doctor and they're like, yeah, it's broken. And I was like, yeah, it's broken. So we kind of laughed about it after like, it, it, it was funny. Like, even though I, the pain only lasted for a little bit, but it was just more of a joke after that. Like we laughed about it. No, that's <laughs> wow, uh, you're brave. I, yeah, I've, I'm surprised you didn't like. Yeah, you you you're good to not yell at the man. She's like, look at my pinky. Look at it. I'm not trying to get off of work early. Damn it, it's broken. Well, I was like, at that point, I had worked there for a few months, and I was like, you know, like. I, like, I'm a no blood, no band-aid kind of person. Like, if I don't have a reason to sit down, then I don't need to. But I was like, I really need to sit down. <laughs> like, I broke it. And she was like, oh, you're just messing. I was like, oh. Damn. Damn. That's the bad part about being a jokester is no one takes you seriously when, you, when you're trying to be serious. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the x-ray don't lie. So yeah. hopefully when you showed up the next day, you went, ha, 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 I broke my finger. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> So it, so it sounds like you do yeah. have like some medical services that ha- you have access to. Yeah, we have um we have a doctor that you can see, so you can make appointments. So there's a specific doctor for cast members. Um, like there's a clinic you can go see. Is there an extra charge or? Um, I didn't pay anything. It was all covered under workers' comp. Okay, so, mm-hmm. but I'm you. not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. I did get the flu, but I didn't go see them. I went to go see another doctor because I was out of state when it happened. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of that, it was kind of go along with what you uh, you said. You were out of state. Um, we ta- just talked about all the hours that you have to work, and I did know you know I follow you on social media. I did notice that you, you were able to spend some time at the beach and whatnot down in Florida. H- how much time do you have to do things outside of Disney World or uh, the bubble, so to speak? Yeah. Um, so the the Disney Housing Service they offer a lot of. Um, uh, extracurricular activities you can do. Like we took trips to the beach. I went swimming with the manatees and it cost like $50 for them to bus you down there, feed you breakfast, lunch, do whatever excursion and bus you back. So it's like a really good deal for what you're paying. And yeah. so you just have to make sure you take off of work. So there's a hub you can go onto and you can request days off and they may not always be 
um, accepted, but a lot, my work was really good about giving us the time off that we asked for. And so, and I had so many coworkers, like I said, those hats, those, um, part-time and full-time employees are always looking to pick up work because we're cutting their hours. So if you want to give up the shift, you can, you just can't go below how much your housing costs. So I had to work enough to cover my housing. That okay. was the deal. So does that make sense? Mm, yeah, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because you got to be able to pay yeah. for your housing. So my housing was a hundred dollars a week. So if I worked roughly twelve hours, then it would cover that. So which is honestly nothing if you're com- used to working fifty, sixty hours, or however long. Okay. Okay. So, cool. But you definitely pay for it because Disney is so expensive. If you're not working, then you can't go half time. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Did y'all ever venture over to Universal to see what the students over there thought about working there? Um, yeah, I did. I got a Universal pass while I was down there, and I'm really glad that I did because sometimes it was nice to be Disney-fy and go do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it is a theme park, it is different. And um, I talked to a couple of people, and they said that over at Universal, if you're looking to work there a long time, it may be better. And I don't know how factual this bit is, but they said there's more opportunity to move up at Universal. So that was only one or two people that I met. Um, and I never heard really anything differently from the people at Disney. So I don't know, take that as a grain of salt, whatever mm-hmm. you want from mm-hmm. it. But everybody at Universal seemed to really enjoy working there as well. There, there was, um, it was funny just to go and see the, there was a clear, like, I feel like there's a difference between the professionality at Disney and like, this is a show, like we're putting on a show all the time to where Universal, I feel like some of the employees were like, this is just work, you know? And you hear that. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that a lot. Yeah. Well, I bet you that if you break a bone at Universal, they let you take the day off, though. Come on. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> it was also like one thirty in the morning. Like, I was going to get off at 2, so I was like, eh, yeah. check it out. <laughs> so when you worked over there, what was the time frame again? Uh, so I worked from January to May. January to May. Yeah, so I, I definitely haven't seen all of what Disney has to offer, but what I've seen has been so awesome. Like, it's definitely amazed me. Well, if we could transition talking about what Disney has to offer, if we could talk about what's next for you, because this is the part I'm kind of curious about. I have no idea of what this is, you know. You are still with the company, correct? And, yes. And you're do- doing a job internationally over in China, is that is that correct? Yes, sir. What's yep. What is this? And, you, and you're doing music. You're doing what you got your degree in, which is pretty awesome. And I had no idea they had this. Could you kind of give us a little uh, uh, description of what this is, what this program is? Because I'll tell you, to be honest, I watched the, you know, the Karate Kid with Jackie Chan. And when you mentioned <laughs> that to me, I had, did you see that movie? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to have the sun, of course, but, you know, I envision you kind of going overseas and it's like, you know, you got a problem with the apartment. There's Jackie Chan and you got got to to try to adjust to this new school system. But uh, so can you tell us what's what you got going on next with the company? Yeah, I think um, Jackie Chan's number comes with a visa when you move over there. So I think that's part of the deal. That's That's awesome. awesome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I will be moving in October to work with Disney English. So Disney English is kind of a new program. So it's been around for 10 years. They just celebrated their 10th birthday this past month, which is really exciting for them. But it's basically a school to um, help students be bilingual and also help them through a way that they're comfortable with. So with Disney and with things they're already kind of familiar with. So Disney has definitely prided itself in being 
an international like company and how they can accommodate to all different kinds of languages and cultures. So this is just another way for them to show and to help like younger kids venture out through characters that they're comfortable with or they are familiar with. So um, I was, when I worked with the Disney performing arts, I told them it was more paperwork than I wanted it to be. Um, I really wanted to teach and I knew that this is not the place for me because Disney performing arts, it grows in September. So their company, their part of Disney will increase by size by 80%, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And then come into May towards summer, it decreases in size by 80%. So there's a lot of turnover and it's never set in stone if you have a job or not. So that's kind of scary. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they, one of the leaders there told me about Disney English and how they're always looking for teachers. And I was like, uh, eh. I just, I didn't really pay any mind to it. And then I got an email saying that they were like targeting or looking for Disney college students to see if they would potentially want to be interested. And I was like, well, somebody's already talked to me about this. Like I'll, I'll apply and just kind of see what happens. And so I applied and I got an interview and another interview. And then several interviews later, I got the job and I was like, Oh my God, I'm moving to China. (laughs) Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Do you know where you're going to be? Like where your location is or do you not know that yet? Yeah, no, I do. Um, so my, so Disney English has six locations throughout China and I will be based in Chengdu, China, which is pretty central slash Western China. It's home to the pandas. So fun fact, all pandas are on loan from this, this type. I don't know what it's called. It's not a zoo sanctuary. I guess it's like a panda sanctuary. So all pandas in the entire world are all on loan from this one place in China. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's cool. So Eli works at the zoo down here in New Orleans. Do y'all have pandas? I don't remember. Uh, no. Okay. Did the jaguar eat the pandas? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) He went through a lot of stuff. (laughs) So, Janine, what you're saying, if if the Audubon Zoo, if Eli wanted to have pandas at the the zoo, um, they would borrow them from this particular province or city? What what is that? That, Or area? Um, I'll I'll be living in the Sichuan province of Chengdu. So, Chengdu is kind of like their state. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But, yeah, I believe that's correct. Everything I've researched. So, like, um, in Orlando, they just, they were two baby pandas that had just been born. Mm-hmm. And so after a couple of months, they have to go back to Chengdu to, um, stay there and get like, I guess, tagged and re- research. I'm not really sure. It's not really my area of expertise, but mm-hmm. like that was wild to think that these babies were born in America and then have to be shipped back to China. So now is there a tenure to this job? I mean, do you, is the job completed at a certain time or do you just... You go there and, and, and do it until you feel like moving on. So my contract is 15 months. Okay. So I buy my contract. I have to stay there for six months at least mm-hmm. um, or else I have to pay everything back to them. So, But after six months, if I decide, hey, it's not for me, then I can move home. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I end up enjoying it, I can extend it for three to five years, however long I Oh. See fit. You could almost yeah. move up the company through this particular path. It sounds like. Um, I believe so. Uh, I I am just starting to get to know people, so I'm not really sure the hierarchy of things mm-hmm. and how you can transition up. But I believe there is a lot of opportunity for growth. Is that your goal? Is is your goal to kind of make Disney uh your a career, career path? path? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure yet. I d- I'm definitely curious at what's on the other side of this door because I can now see the door. I just can't open it yet, mm-hmm. um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, uh, it does. But yeah. I, 
I'm definitely open-minded if I like it. Like, I, I have always said, like, I've known since I wanted to teach that I wanted to teach internationally. Like, I wanted to be a for, um, ESL teacher mm-hmm. and teach in Spain or wherever it be, China. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was just, it checked off my box of, like, I know Disney has a huge security blanket, so they're a good company to trust when moving internationally. And two, it crosses off my box of being able to teach in another country in another way. So, yeah. so it sounds like your passion is teaching and music, not necessarily. Di- I mean, did you grow up as a Disney fan or what? I did not. Like, I mean, I definitely appreciate um, Disney and everything they have to offer. And I'm just now starting to be like, wow, like this company is so amazing, like how much they offer and like what they're able to accomplish in just a short amount of time. Like in 10 years, they've already just blown me away with how many schools they've opened in China. Like, if you think they started in 2010 and they're already in six different states Mm -hmm. and they have several schools in these states, like, that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, um, so I'm definitely starting to become a Disney fanatic, but it's, like, a slow process. Like, I'm starting to see how many options, like, how many parts of their program they offer. It's just crazy. Nice. So when your college uh, program then comes to an end, do they come to you with these kind of opportunities and present themselves? Or do you just, I mean, what are they, is there any point where they're like, okay, well, we're wrapping up here and you've done a great job. And look, this is where you continue to grow with the company or the, how does this work? So this was, this was one of those things where they were emailing to see like, hey, you're done with this. Like, would you want to keep growing? And at, especially at our um, graduation, they had a lot of people there like, hey, would you want to be part-time or full-time? Or would you want to drive the minivans around and stuff like that? So they're, they're always looking to keep you on. Because if you're a good worker and they know you already have shown them your face and how hard you work, then they're more likely to keep you long time, like for a longer time. Um, so we know, I mean, I have some friends that teach English, uh, abroad, you know, most recently one in a friend of mine in Shanghai, uh, not Shanghai, uh, Singapore. Um, and so it sounds like that's part of this particular program, but the aspect that I love about what you're doing is that you're not just going over there to just teach, but you're teaching music. Is that, do I, am I understanding that correctly? Mm-hmm. So during this program, when you're doing the application process, and the application process is a little bit more extensive than the DCP program, mm-hmm. um, they they are specifically looking for people with art backgrounds or music backgrounds, um, performing arts, like any anything that falls under the art bracket. So it's basically what I'll be bringing to the table is um, like helping them shape their oral cavities and trying different things like motor skills like because mm-hmm. the music will engage the brain in a different way than just telling you can you say this word for me you know like it right. it definitely works more with the left side of your brain i believe yeah it yeah. works more the left side of your brain and i think it's just another way to try and reinforce the new language that they're learning uh, that's i'm really happy for you to be able to get this experience and i hope it goes really well for you oh absolutely yeah um, am I am I uh, thinking that there may be some trips to sh- the Shanghai or Hong Kong Disneyland? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have you sometime in the future give us a little report of how that experience is or whatever. Or maybe even go live. Who knows? Yeah, I would love to. That would be awesome. Have you ever flown over uh, that far before? Um, no. The farthest I've traveled it has been Eastern Europe. Okay. And I went to South America this summer, but nothing as far as completely night and day, literally, on the other side of the world now. So the first time I'll be in China is when I'm moving there. 
does that intimidate you in any way, shape, or form that you're just going up there solo and, and making a go of it? Yeah, it definitely, it's a, yes, it's an intimidating experience of me. Um, I think more so to my mom, too, just because she can't envision where I'll be staying. Mm-hmm. But I think that's all the more fun. Like, it's my own adventure. It's like, I get to start my own journey through whatever whatever's yeah. going to happen. Like, I, I, I think I'm also, it makes me more excited to know that I'll be in a different culture as well. Yeah. So I'll be learning things as well as these kids. Yeah, and all of that adds to your skill set. I mean, I know one of the things that I was trying to teach my percussion students is like, look, get out of Louisiana, mm-hmm. get different experiences. You can always come home, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the different experiences, yeah. like in your case, going to China, they may open they, that door may open once in your lifetime. That's true. After you're done with it, you can always move back home. Sure. You know, home will always be home uh, back here in Louisiana. But you know, if you have those opportunities to get out there and learn some different skill sets that mm-hmm. if you had just stayed in Louisiana, you might not have. Mm-hmm. And now that you have those skill sets and you bring it back to Louisiana and start doing work, I mean, that gives you the advantage over the person that just stayed in state that couldn't pull out of the bubble, so to speak. You know, that is true. So for that, I'm yeah. really excited for you. I'm really happy that you're doing it. I look forward to following you in social media just to see uh, how everything pans out and stuff. Um, but uh, if I could, I'd like to kind of wrap up uh, things here. Uh, I found the list. We like talking about lists on this show. And we <laughs> found a list. And uh, this is uh, uh, from one blog. Uh, that she in uh, a Disney uh, alumna, uh, also a college program alumna, and she says that this is a list of some things that she wished she would have done differently, and some things she wished she would have known before she got there. And so she provided this list uh, for people that are wondering about the college program. Some of these you kind of addressed a little bit, but we'll just kind of kind of go, uh, go through and just kind of uh, quickly touch upon each one. So if I could do that with you, we can kind of speak upon what she is saying. So the first one, she says, know how to network. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, absolutely. I like I so getting the opportunity to work with the Disney Performing Arts was definitely me reaching out to my managers, reaching out to their managers and seeing like if it was even okay for me to shadow. And now that I've I also have like built these relationships with the people in performing arts and at Sunset um, that I will have for the rest of my life. And they're good references. Like I still call them if I have questions about business, like how would you go about writing this email? Like, how do I say this in a business manner? Cause that's something that I lack is, um, an, like a email like type of business. Like I'm definitely more of your friend. So it's hard for me to separate like, okay, this just needs to be business. Mm-hmm. So I, and I will always have them as contacts and references for the rest of my life, which is to have Disney on your resume. That's like, a huge boost. That's awesome. In, yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. All right. And so the next one she lists, she says, take every opportunity you can to enjoy yourself. Yes. That, that's one thing. Like I know when it gets down to like your second or third month, that's when you start kind of, I want to say you get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I regretted was that I started to get comfortably like, oh, I can just do that tomorrow or I can go to Jelly Rolls with my friends another time. And I never got that other time. And I, like I said, I got too comfortable with just coming home and going to bed because I was so tired. But I wish I had stayed up the extra three hours to go out with my friends or I wish I had waken up early to go see um, the opening of Magic Kingdom because you won't always get to have Disney in your backyard. So that's one thing you need to remember is like, I won't always be able to be like, I want to go eat at Epcot for dinner. And that's all that I get to do that day. Like that's such a unique opportunity for you as a cast member to have. 
Nice. Uh, just a quick aside before I continue with this. Did you ever get to hear the Kiss Goodnight in the Magic Kingdom? Did you ever stay that late? Yes, I did. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Very good. Okay, good. Good, good. All right, next one on this list. It says, if you take two classes, there is a good chance you will have no free days. What you- yes, I will agree with that. But classes aren't, they won't last all day. Okay. But you, on your days off, you still will be obligated to do something. So if that's not something that really floats your boat, then maybe opt for an online class through your university that you can do on your own time. I was fortunate enough to not have to take classes, but it was manageable for the people who did. Like Mm. they definitely complained, but they never failed in any aspect of what they needed to do. But you were obligated to do things on your day off. What did you say? No, I said, if you have classes through Disney, then you are obligated to do those classes on your day off like if i don't think you're allowed to skip those classes unless you're sick like truly sick Mm, um because i think an absence so many absences will count against you kind of thing so you have to be there okay 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 so if you like just waking up on sunday not doing anything then i would not not do that Um, Okay, so this next one you kind of touched upon already, but uh, she says uh, the full-time and part-time cast members hate the college program students because more than half of them come in with a horrible work ethic. That is preposterous. (laughs) (laughs) Shenanigans, she's called. Um, Oh, Yeah, I mean, there's definitely people who will be duds, but I mean, that's just life. Like, you're going to meet people who you're just not their cup of tea and they're not your cup of tea and that's just what it's going to be. Like... Um, I met some full-time and part-time cast members who have become my family and I still talk to them every day. Um, even though I've, I've been out of the program for two months now, like I still call them and ask how they're doing and they end up becoming some of my best friends over DCP members. So don't, don't go in there thinking they're going to hate you. Some, some are going to be upset, but you have to understand it's just, you're upsetting their normal. Mm-hmm. So just be as accommodating as you can. Because, again, you're walking in there as a peon. So right. just okay. let that be what it is. All right. So the next point she puts is uh, most most of the people in high up positions started out on the college program. Yes. Um, a lot a lot of people I um, interacted with and a lot of my managers did start out as DCP so they know what it's like. And they also know, have really good advice, whether it be like, where's a good place to go di- get dinner? Where do I go? to the doctors you know like they have some really good advice for you so always ask that's why they were so helpful is because they had been in my shoes and knew what i was going through all right so this next one kind of you can kind of speak to this on the other side but it sounds like she did the college program while she was still in school but she says i had some regret about not waiting until i graduated to do my program well if that's the case you can also you could always go back and do it after you graduate as well. There's no limit for how many times you can work for Disney through the college program. So if I do it my sophomore year, I'm like, all right, I need to put my nose to the grind and work junior, senior year, and then do it the semester after graduate, then do that. They're more likely to hire you already having experience working for Disney. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. Yeah, you only always hear people only doing it once, but you, there's, I don't, I've never read a limit on the number of times you can participate in that program. And that sounds like that that's correct. Well, as long as you're enrolled in college, like it, it, once you're out of college, you can't enroll. You can't it take it. part well, in this bar well, program, right? To a certain amount. Cause she graduated, right, Janine? Or I'll let you speak to that. Yeah. So you, I did graduate. Um, I was in school when I applied. You have six months after you graduate to apply. So oh, whatever. Two, okay. And, okay. To apply, yeah. So it just depends on when that hiring window is too. If that falls within that six months, 
um, or if it's too far out from that date. So, but one thing I do want to say is there was, there were some people who were like 30, 35 years old going back to college who were also doing the college program. So there's no age limit on it uh-huh. as well. It's, it's definitely a way to get your foot in the door to get that business experience with Disney on your resume for sure. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. And they do have like, they have business internships, not so much like, I was a work internship, but they have more specifically a business internship as well. Okay. Is that, is that the Advantage program that I've read or, or is that or something yes. like that? Okay. Well, the, the, the Advantage program is just a longer internship, but it's like, I, it's a different name other than the Disney College program. It's, I think it's Disney Professional Internships is what it is. Okay. Excellent. Um, all right. So the next point she makes, uh, you will know someone who will get termed Disney for fired. I don't know any. I know someone who got very close to getting termed, but I know a lot of people who self-termed. Self-term, so I think okay. That's different. So is that is that different than quitting? Is it like going down in flames? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like really tell them what you think on the last day out, or, or you just, just ride Maleficent on your way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like one. So I want to say, like some people. Some people that you meet at the Disney College program, the nicest way to put it is that they've never left their mom's house. So it's very hard for them to live. And, like, you have to do laundry. You have to buy food for yourself if you're hungry. So it's like some people's freshman year in college. So you're some people come in expecting one thing and unfortunately find out it's another and just can't handle it. So in some, it's, like, preposterous what they're thinking and some it's really sad to see them go because they they physically just can't handle the hours or they just can't handle the workload that's given to them or the life yeah just the outside life of just taking care of yourself yeah all right the next statement she says could be interesting she says if you work at magic kingdom you will you will not party (laughs) yeah uh that's a a fair statement because magic kingdom has some of the longest hours out of every park um it did when i had i was there now that toy stories open hollywood studios will probably have longer hours Mm -hmm. um because disney was opening up they had that the circus land i'm sorry i can't remember the name storybook circus and they had um mine train that both opened up so they were very swamped with everybody wanting to see the new rides the new at disney so they opened up a couple they opened up more hours so my roommate if i was getting home at 12 she would be getting home at two or three in the morning usually all the time she worked custodial so it was it was hard on her because she i could just see her beating herself up she's like she wanted to go hang out with us but she was just so tired that she would just go to bed which is which is understandable because you wake up at 10 and do it again oh my gosh no and you know it's funny you say that i've read stories of that you know um, just out of curiosity, you mentioned the Toy Story, and I know you were there while they were building it. Did you ever get an opp- Did they ever have any, like cast member preview things that you got to take part of, just to kind of try things out? No, I was so mad because I it happened two weeks after I left that they got the cast preview. <laughs> oh, um, so I just missed it. But throughout the whole time, like every like the hundred day mark, the fifty day marks, like they gave us. Toy Story lunchboxes or Slinkies. So we had treats when we came into work. Like we had had Rice Krispie treats with like a picture on it, which was really unique to just Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, none of my other roommates or um, friends who worked other venues got that. And so like we had the green men come in at lunch and mess with us or the stormtroopers, which was like really, it was really fun just to like get excited <laughs> for it. Like also made me excited to tell people like, this is going to be great guys. So. Oh, that's cool. Cool. 
so when y'all first start over there, do they go ahead and give y'all like a behind the scenes tour of everything? Kind of give you the lay of the land and uh, really kind of get you brought up in the way of uh, how Disney does things? Yeah, so we have Disney Traditions, um, mm-hmm. and that is basically what that is. It, it is like death by PowerPoint, so it's <laughs> kind of brutal. Um, but it's also at the same time you're learning new information. It's just reading off the slide, that kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. But um, you do get to go backstage and kind of go underground and see the tunnels and just they kind of like break up the rumors that you've heard and like either justify them or disclaim them. So that mm-hmm. that's really fun and that's something to look forward to on holidays when you're there. So did they show you Walt's frozen head while you were down there? No, but I have heard rumors. <laughs> I did not see You've it. heard rumors? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so for the listeners that are curious, Disney Traditions is basically like your onboarding, is what they're calling it, <laughs> when you get yeah, hired into the company. Um, anyway, kind of going on, continuing on the list, uh, she says, number nine, and there's only three more. Uh, she says, number nine, she says, uh, Magic Kingdom is totally the best place to work. Um, what do you think? It, I think you definitely, it's definitely... I think anywhere you work has the potential to be the best place to work. It's definitely your mindset. So um, the biggest advice I could give anybody is to go in still thinking my opportunities are what I make of it. Because I think a lot of mistakes are made when people think Disney's going to give me all of this. No, you still need to make those opportunities for yourself. But I will say getting to see Happily Ever After every night when you're closing would be so awesome. The bad thing about Hollywood Studios is Fantasmic is like hidden, so you yeah. can't see it or hear it. So that's just that's sad. But I got to hear Star Wars every night, so that was fun. Now, what about like like Happily Ever After versus Illuminations over at Epcot? Well, you know, I, I would think that um, I, I love Illuminations, and I would think that would be kind of cool to listen to too. Yeah, well, well, we both played on that. Our, oh, that's true. Yeah, that you did the, yeah. That. yeah, yeah, that was really cool for me. Nations is on the way out. Um, mm-hmm. It will be replaced sometime soon, which is going to be so sad. But I mean, yes. to be on World Showcase, that would be so important. That would be so amazing. I couldn't even say. That yeah. would be awesome. Cool, cool. All right, so this next point is interesting. I, I want to bring it up while we're talking about housing, but I've never heard of this, but she says housing inspections stink. What does that say? Make sure you don't have any alcohol in your... If she says housing inspections stink, then I feel like she might have been trying to hide something. Um, <laughs> because... The only thing that stinks about it is they do ask you to clean your room. Like the floor needs to be clean. Like, <laughs> like the they're like, don't hang stuff from the fire hydrant and stuff like that. Which I don't know why you would, anyways. <laughs> so either she was kind of messy or she was hiding something. Because my housing inspections, although it did stink because I got off at of work at I didn't get home till four or five that morning, and then housing inspections were at eight. Mm. Um, that sucks. But other than that, they were really nice and accommodating. They were in and out within 10 minutes, so it wasn't bad at all. Okay. Every time. They were really quick. Oh, good. Um, And the last one, she says, uh, Walt Disney World is very much comprised of guests and cast members who speak many different languages. Yes, and that's one of the best parts about it is that you get to see all these people from all over the world with all kinds of different customs. And even though you might not be comfortable, like, with, somebody standing so close to you in their culture like that's just that's their personal space so it's like it's just cool to see all these people trying to either break down the barrier of communication because we're all in and everybody's just trying to order food or like just seeing them dealing with whatever 
certain like instance will pop up. I, I don't know. That was very vague, but it's just cool. All these people come to this one place to to celebrate vacation or like their time with their family or their loved ones. Nice. So I really enjoyed that. Awesome. Except the Brazilians. What? Wait, what'd you say? Except the Brazilians. What'd you say? Except the Brazilians. Oh my gosh. The, the quinceanera parties. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> this is this is the first time I've heard. Oh, I see. Here we go. So it's not the, the Brazilians, but the quinceanera parties. Well, usually the quinceanera. There are a lot of them are from Brazil, um, or South America, or some sorts. And so they, these girls, will celebrate their quince and then invite their 12 to 20,000 closest friends and <laughs> just take over like a section of the part and they scream and they blare music and it's just like it's a lot going on for like 10 in the morning when you just get to work and I'm like <laughs> I'm not ready I'm not ready yet <laughs> it just kind of slaps you in so. the face couldn't y'all shouldn't y'all explain what quinceanera is oh Lee why don't you explain what a quinceanera or somebody whoever it's a it's a 15 like white people have sweet 16s Hispanic people have mm-hmm. quinceaneras Ah, thank you, our Texas. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot more to it. Like, it's man, like I, dude, I'm telling you, uh, dude, you can spend as much as a wedding. Like, uh, my my friend, oh, I was yeah. talking to her, they spent like eighteen thousand dollars on her on her daughter's quince. Oh, my, between renting out the hall, the dresses, like the band. Yeah, these, these it's girls more, are coming. Yeah, it's a, huge. Yeah, it's like a huge rite of passage for them. Okay. Which is understandable. It just doesn't make the screaming any more fun for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about quinceanera parties happening within the parks itself. So not planned. Not so pl- it's, it's not the party. So the party has already happened. This is their. There's no. There's no Disney quinceanera the division. Part, they yeah, got the. They got the whatever. three caballeros over there. Oh my gosh! That was planning so everything. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they, God, they could turn that. They could turn that into a quinceanera hall, right there. Just take. Uh, yeah, take the ride out, and well, you could ride around the boat, I guess, if you want to. But yeah, yeah. they really took that whole area. Know. You talking about Mexico? Not Mexico, right. but like the gift shop and all that area. Just turn it into a big quinceanera yeah, hall. Talk about Mexico? <laughs> oh, you talking about Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of yes. There was a lot of talk about them redoing that ride to Coco. Yes, yeah. yes, I would love that. So. I I would I mean I love three caballeros. So. Oh yeah, you're, you're three caballeros yeah. fan. Yeah, it's like like it'd be, I love the Coco movie. Oh yeah, like the, it was phenomenal. Coco was awesome. Yeah, I, I love Coco movie. the movie. I, I like the three caballeros as well, but mm-hmm. I, I would rather see Coco in that attraction. I won't spoil the movie, but the part where they fall into the cave, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. You know which part? So I made my mom watch the movie because I loved it so much, and at that part, she goes. What's going on? I don't understand. And I just wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> I was like sobbing. Oh. <laughs> I was like, how do you not know what's going on? <laughs> this is why I'm going to China, Mom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, look, we have one last question that we usually like to ask all of our guests. And so feel free to take a second to kind of think about it. But no doubt, since you've worked down in the bubble, you've walked along Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. And you've looked up on the second story and you see all the painted windows and stuff that are kind of like homages or opening and closing credits mm-hmm. to that particular park. Um, if Disney were to approach you one day and say, hey, we would like to provide you, Janine, uh, with a, a window on Main Street, what would you want it to say? Oh, my goodness. 
Not that. I don't know. Happy Kinsey Year. Happy Year. It tainted the boy. That, that, that about that pinky. <laughs> yeah. It, it was really broken. was broken. Oh, wow. It really was broken. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's just so hard. Yeah, take a second. Yeah, we, we, do, we, we throw this on, we throw this on the, on the guest all the time, so it's okay. Think about your entire uh, experience while you were there, and where you want to go, and what you want to do, and think about what you feel like would be the best encapsulation of you. I don't know. Probably something along the lines like I tried it and I don't regret it because I think that's my biggest thing is just trying something. Like that's the hardest part of the new experience is just setting myself up to put myself in a position to succeed so and i i think i definitely put my myself out there through my entire disney career putting myself in positions where i was like i don't know if this is going to be as fun as i think it is and it being even more amazing than i ever could could have dreamed it being so i don't know if that, that like answers that. the question no but. no <laughs> actually that's i like fun. that you know i tried it and i didn't regret it that's that's big you know because a lot of people never yeah. take that first step to try so i mean you know that, that's kind of reinforcing but uh no uh, look, uh, thank you for taking the time out of your day. I'm re- I'm really proud of what you're doing. It's it's pretty awesome just to kind of watch your journey through life, um, going through the Disney College program, and then your next steps, uh, going to China with the with the company as well. I'm looking forward to hearing that, and maybe in the future, uh, we definitely invite you to come back to talk about you know maybe Hong Kong or Shanghai or whatever you, you or your experiences in the program for there as well for people that might want to know. So. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for coming on, our, taking the time out of your day and speaking with us and our listeners about uh, your life with the company so far. We appreciate it. No, thank you so much for having me and asking me all these wonderful questions. I hope they help somebody, whoever is listening. And I have definitely appreciated y'all inviting me into your group for a day. I loved it. <laughs> y'all are pretty great. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you for coming uh, on. And thank you for dishing on Kevin as a teacher. I've been wondering about that. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Janine, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you hopefully in the near future or in several months down the road after you've kind of got to settle in with the Disney English program. Yeah, I'll definitely be in touch. Right, good luck to you. Yeah, That's good luck. Rock, huh? yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of the Magic Our Way podcast talking about the Walt Disney World College program. That was very, very informative. Um, if you want to learn more about us, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you will find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com. There is no more speak pipe, so that is gone. But you can call or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN. 669-4226. And of course, we got a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli that does things with comics. Eli, tell me what you got going on. Oh, uh, yes, of course. You know the story. It's all about the glory. You can go to ivorycomics.com and check out work that I have for Molly Be Damned, Project Geisha, and uh, the upcoming Savages book. As always, there's a link to this podcast. So you don't miss anything. There's uh, interviews, there's blogs. You want to find me on Facebook? You can go to Eli H Ivory uh, Project Geisha. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. You can catch uh, catch up some work there. And uh, Instagram, I can be found at E Ivory five hundred four. And of course, uh, Twitter, I can be found at uh, Hancock ten one sixty six. And really quick, I want to uh, thank all you Moicans that gave me a shout out for a birthday that was uh, very cool 
Although, uh, hey, Richie, did you have to put my age on the Marvel birthday cake, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot how old I was. Threw it out there, man. Just no. put it right out there. Love it. No, embrace it, man. I'm, I'm right there with you, brother. It's awesome. I'm not ready. You're not ready. That's not so bad, dude. It doesn't hurt. It only, hurt, only hurts in the morning. <laughs> uh, there's that. Rough loving. Man, I tell you what. I played a gig last night till midnight, and I'm hurting right now. <laughs> oh, really? My, my muscles hurt. Where'd you play at? I played at Shenanigans, which is the old Bengal right there. Next time you play there, let me know. I will. I'll let you know. Uh, I'll, I'll get you in for free, too. There's a free thing? Because like, they have cheese curds over there. They do? Fried oh, cheese wow. curds. They I have fried cheese curds at Shenanigans. Anna and I looked that up the other day. And uh, cheese curds, that's a, a Wisconsin delicacy. So yeah. whenever oh, we go there. cheese curds, man. Yeah, we loved having cheese curds. And then we looked it up one time. We were looking on Waiter. Yeah. You are like, what is this Shenanigans place that's right in the heart of Metairie that has fried cheese curds? Let's go over there. <laughs> no, they're good. I tell you what. I mean, they got great burgers I, I usually go there and get a burger and oh my god dude it's freaking thick juicy it's cooked right so if you ask for a medium burger you're gonna get a medium burger or a medium rare medium well whatever you want i mean they i mean whoever's the chef there i mean they, they know what they're doing and that's like a gold nugget in like a sea full of whatever hooters <laughs> what? so that's a, that's, which yeah. stopped us from going as we have a kid and it's like a bar and grill yeah it's, it's a bar a, and grill yeah, yeah. it's not but it's, it's more bar than grill it's, it's not it's a non-smoking joint which is great because, you know, when, I, when I'm done with the gig, I don't smell like smoke. Kind of oh. like I do a rock and bowl. So it's actually kind of nice. That's cool. So it's almost like hey, kids, no problem. Sounds like, we, uh, sounds like we need to get some cheese curds next week. Oh, that could be. Yeah, we we might that. be able to arrange yeah, that. Shenanigans, yeah. yeah. I, I like it. I'll, I'll go there. And, get a, get a burger know. from Chef Shenanigans. But anyway, I digress. Look, if you want to take a vacation to the New Orleans area to witness and experience Shenanigans food or go to Walt Disney World and check out the housing over there for the college program members, you can do so through Lee, and Lee will tell you how to do this right now. All right, let's uh, give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-Little Wayne. 413-G-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y. Get money. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. You can always check out the Facebook at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. If you do that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no Hasselvika. Hiya. And also, I, I want this to be my new theme song since I found it on this show. And it's about getting money. So Lil Wayne, get money. That is the song that they so use for that rap and uh, whatever that college program was called. So, yeah. Lil Wayne, get money. You get enough publicity on this show. Yeah, I needed another nickname. I got <laughs> Is this all going <laughs> to be the whole head? It's going to be long enough to go with all your nicknames? <laughs> Lil Lee? Yeah. <laughs> Lil, Lil Lee, get money. Lil Lasto? Get out of here. My wife's, that's my wife's nickname to me. <laughs> Lil Lee. Anyway, but that, that was the song. I don't know if you, if you heard that one before, Eli. Got money featuring wow. T Pain. That does. I think it How is does it feel right now that uh, Lee Lastavica is educating you on rap music? Oh, I, I, I'll take that because I'm looking for old Weezy, and I'm like, that doesn't sound like it's featuring T Pain. Yeah, so it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like when he started, but that's no, that's cool. All right. <laughs> he <laughs> so, has put, accepted. Put that on your playlist. I gotta. I have to listen to both now because now I'm w- thinking of the other song. The guy's like, wow, wow. Do they sing that on this one? Whatever that, remember that yeah. on the younger one? Okay. Now, let me see if I can get in the hook. Let me see if I get to the hook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just the way. Yeah, it yeah. perfectly lines up. There it is. Ah. Ah. Anyway, guys, if you want to support all this magicalness, you can do so through the and following ways. And why would you? Ways. And why would <laughs> That's you? That's just crazy. <laughs> 
Um, click on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy us some beignets and support the show that way, right there on our homepage. You can also represent the Mohican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And uh, guys, we thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us. And definitely we thank Janine for t- taking time out of her day to come on our show and telling us her experiences with the Dizzy Company thus far. And uh, we appreciate you guys and always love hearing from all of our listeners and our guests, past and uh, future and present or whatever. Uh, somewhere down the timeline of the Magic Our Way universe. <laughs> the alternate timeline. The alternate timeline, well. yes. Uh, look, all opinions are always welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, man. So definitely get in touch with us today. And that's something with this show I always live by, man. We everybody, Everybody's opinions welcome on this. Good, bad, the ugly, and the black, bold, and the beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Which one am I? <laughs> Black. Yes, yeah, you're black today. <laughs> you're, black. Yeah. you're black today since you got um, the Lil Wayne thing. Eli will let you borrow his black card. You can for totally, the day. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, you have it. Get money. Tend to fully, fully use it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you use it? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna figure it out. Let me know. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you want to support that, do that, please. And your opinions are welcome. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Cheese curds. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hey! Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> get on, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels. And 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. Bada bing, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom. listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay. Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? Thank you.